0: This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds, so enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the Masculine Journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the Masculine Journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now.
2: Welcome to Masculine Journey. We're glad that you're with us this week and... uh I just wanted to say, you know, we say that every week, but we mean it especially this week and last week and the week before. We do <laughs> we do enjoy having you here with us, and we're very grateful that you join in and you listen. And we do have a guest with us today. Bob, are you on? You can hear us? I can hear you. Yeah. So how's things up in Ohio?
1: Things are great. It was uh, good. I, I heard the shame episode just not so long ago yes, yesterday that was a good one and i'll say to the listeners that the uh, the men did a um a session on this at our boot camp and this was kind of off the the written path you know the beaten path of of um usual sessions right and i want to say that that shame session uh really hit home for me and i um it really worked well for me so i'm really glad that i went to, to boot camp and you guys did that session so thank
2: you well, thank you, Bob. We uh, we obviously credit God with Adiolated on our heart to, to do that, and I think we all walked away with, with things from that and continue to walk away with things from that, just how much the enemy uses shame to try to keep us in control. Um, you got a boot camp coming up here pretty soon, don't you?
1: Yes. In central Ohio, we have a boot camp, um, an advanced boot camp, actually, in September 8th through the 11th. And that's, uh, you know, so go to com. You can sign up for that. We also have just open registration for our basic boot camp in October, which is October 27th through the 30th.
2: So if you're listening and you're up in the Ohio area, you can go to, to one of those camps. We're actually, some of us are coming up to that September camp, so we're going to be hanging out with you. Yeah. Well, Glad you said excited about that, Bob. Thank you.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, Bob, can't we wait guys, to see us. We'll see. We, got, we got great food, I can tell you that. I think it's to be worth the trip. I agree
2: with time. that. Yeah, and you've seen all of us. We do like to we eat. We resemble so, that yeah, remark. Yeah, we do resemble that. So, uh, Well, Rodney, can you tell us what we've been talking about for how many weeks now? It's been a while.
4: I can't talking? count that high. I've lost yeah. fingers and toes already, so <laughs> yeah. I'm past, past that.
2: Well, why don't you tell us what we're talking about as far as the uh, overall topic and then the, the flavor of
4: today. Yeah, as if we know what we're talking about, we'll pretend anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we started off calling this the tools of the enemy, and then we added in, hey, it could be the uh, toolbox of the enemy. And now we even got Satan's palette. Yeah. So we've got a lot of things we're calling this, but basically we're, we're talking about things that Satan uses against us. And then, of course, God will end up turning to good. But we started off with unforgiveness, then agreements which are about vows and bitter roots, busyness, condemnation, neglect, marginalization that leads to the orphan orphan spirit. We talked about shame last week as Bob mentioned, and this week, da-da-da, pride Mm -hmm. and ego. Pride and ego, that's right. We got plenty of that around here.
2: We know that it's a pillar series because every time we think we're done, we find at least one or two more. Yeah, there's another. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's some more in there. So, we are talking about pride and uh, ego and how the enemy uses that to uh, uh, try to control us, to also trip us up, to uh, really do
4: damage in kind our like life. Take the pie, put it in your face, and rub it in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Just like smear it all over. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Bob, you've got the first clip for the uh, show tonight. If you want to go ahead and set that up and tell us about it.
1: Yeah, let's sets it up. It's, it's from the movie Jerry Maguire. So he's a a popular, high powered sports agent who has risen through the ranks in his agency. And then has this uh, moral epiphany that he that he's not. Uh, they're not treating their clients uh, respectfully enough, and so he has this mission statement, this new philosophy. He writes it down and then shares it with his uh, agency, who is laughs at it basically, and he gets fired for. Sharing that that epiphany. So in this clip, we meet up with Jerry uh, as he's he got fired and he's leaving his office. So he's in his office and he's asking people um, to come with him on his his big adventure to um, share his mission um, and, and treat people like the way he wants to treat them. So we can start there. Okay.
5: Well, let me just let me just say as I ease out of the office I helped build I'm sorry but it's a fact that there is such a thing as manners a way of treating people these fish have manners these fish have manners in fact they're coming with me I'm starting a new company and the fish will come with me you can call me sentimental The fish they're coming with me. Come on, come on, come with me. We're going on a new adventure. Okay. okay. If anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring in this God-forsaken business, and we will do it together. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? (coughs) Who's coming with me besides Flipper, here? This is embarrassing.
2: <laughs> that was a quick trip from pride to humbleness, right there. <laughs> so, so, Bob, that was your clip. What was it about that clip that uh, spoke to you that you wanted to use it?
1: So you could hear Jerry. He's just so excited uh, about going on this this new mission to treat his clients more humanely, and and there he is, He's got this great idea, and and he thinks people are going to going to come with him, you know, and and there he no no one wants to come with him, so he realizes that he's climbing the wrong ladder, the wrong corporate ladder, right, and and. There at the end, he his pride just gets you know, absolutely demolished by just standing right in front of everyone, and no one wants to come with him. Um, of course, someone does at the end, and there's a movie after that, big big long thing. But but that that's kind of how I felt um, recently, going through um, just going through this this message of the Wallet at heart message. And uh, last year was my first boot camp, and I found myself realizing that well I'm climbing the wrong ladder at work I'm, I love my job but I, I feel like I'm it's going the wrong way it's going the wrong direction that my um, my job is becoming more about numbers and less about people and so well I, I finally'm like well I'm gonna take a job a different job and um, after months and months of of applying for different jobs nothing's coming available and then just like last week two weeks ago this other le- job a lateral move with a slight uh, decrease in pay came open and uh, i was like well i don't want to do this but i feel like it's my only way to to, to get out of there is my moment my of clair- clarity like i'll i can do this i can take a step back as morgan uh, snyder talks about is becoming a king book uh, you have to take take the seat, lowest seat at the table and then work on your character instead of your career and well I applied for the job. I got the job. They said, well, you might actually have to take this pay cut. We can't meet your salary. And I said, well, that's, that's tough. And my pride was like, that, how can you take a pay cut? You worked all this time to, to move up the ladder and you're getting paid well. How, how, how crazy would it be to take a pay cut at this point in your career? And just to cut, make that short story, um, on Friday, I get, got a call and they said, well, we, we can match your salary. So I was like, oh, great. That's cool. So, I'm starting a new job here in a couple of weeks, and, and um, it definitely was tough that I thought I was going to have to pay, take a paycheck and, or pay cut, and, but uh, I'm not. So, it feels pretty good to to know that you know, I had to, had to go through that um, whole kind of um, mental process of thinking that I had to take a step down, but I, I don't really.
2: Well, that's good. Hey, hey Bob, you know, you had me at Hello. I'm just saying. But but up, but you got to come back to the Jerry Maguire movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, question for the group here: What's what's the difference between being proud and having and, and you know being proud in some of something and having pride? Right, because they're two distinct, different things in some ways. Right, but one can lead to the other. Does anyone have any thoughts on that?
4: I guess it'd go from where, what's the intentionality of the action or the thought or the deed that you're doing there? Where is it intended to bring the spotlight and everything on me and highlight how great I am or look how low I am or something about me? I'd say that is pride. Proud is like, of Others, I am proud of my kids. I'm proud that somebody else did. I'm proud that Bob, you know, found another place where he can go work and he can basically work on himself more and try to, you know, not worry about the numbers. That's that would be more proud, okay, for Great.
0: me. I think we can be proud of the work that we do or have done as long as we realize that we were able to do it because of what God gave us and it wasn't. A, Just of ourself. But I think if we're going to be setting the right kind of example, we will always strive to do the best that we very the very best that we can, but give God the credit.
2: That's a good point. Jim?
0: I don't think that I think that's on a continuum. I don't think it's an either or. I think we I mean I can be proud of my children and then start thinking and I raised them yep. to to be good kids. Well, actually, what I did was throw them out of the house at 18, which isn't raising them, but I let them know that that's what they need to do, and all of them did. And they're wonderful kids, but ultimately that's God's doing, not mine. Yep. And that kind of takes the, the pride off of it. But I hate the word. I don't like doing it because and
6: burdened with that sin. Yeah, I mean, if you think about Satan and that first, you know, rebellion against God and he wanted to be worshiped, but, and that's really what we're doing is we want to be worshiped for whatever we do. It really, the pride to me is, is I'm making life work independent of God. Right. That's really the definition of it to me is is if me and God are partnering in things and he's blessing it and I'm, I'm partnering and doing my part, and he's doing his part. Then there's no pride in that because I didn't do it all, you know.
2: Yeah, as you're talking about that, I'd been thinking about. You know, I'm proud of what we do at the boot camps, but at the end of the day, we know it's God that's doing every right. all the heavy lifting and getting things done. We're just there participating. Yep. Right. And so the difference between doing it on your own mm-hmm. or, or walking with Him. Go to masculinejourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp November
4: 17th through 20th. Register now. For me, describing boot camp, when I heard the stories from the stage that the other men had, and then during my prayer time, I'm getting a download from God on where my life is and how I have wounds and I have a place in his story. To know how I heard from God is one of those things. He really does communicate with us. Register
3: today at MasculineJourney.org.
0: One of my favorite things about boot camp, well, the favorite thing about boot camp is every time I go, I encounter God. And as anyone that has encountered God knows, generally speaking, it's nothing we expect. Real encounter with God out of the blue. He knew what I needed. I knew what I wanted. And those two were rarely the same thing.
3: Register today at MasculineJourney.org.
6: We have some actors in the show. Good thing this is not video. We definitely have Robbie right out in the front. Uh, yeah, that was... Um, I just... I was thinking, what could we do? I looked up uh, songs on Pride and stuff, and I was like, Proud Mary, that would have been great, but it didn't really make any sense. But when <laughs> when you think about uh, I did it my way, you know, well, that's a love song, and and it really shows the... You know, the independence we have, and that can be good, but it also, we've talked a lot about independence recently over uh, Fourth of July, but you, it's really an independent spirit. It's almost an orphan spirit. I hate to go back there, but it's it's based in pride that I did it my way, and, and you know, I was able to make it work that way.
2: That's a pretty arrogant or- <laughs> orphan spirit. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, when you listen to the words, yeah. it's like, there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. You know, it's like... I don't care what you say. I did it my way. Yeah, you I know, ate it up
6: a, and spit it out. You exactly. know, I just, life, you know, I just, you know, made it work.
2: Yeah, I, it's uh, definitely, definitely that. And Vinny would have been proud. That would have been, yeah, yeah, Vinny loved that song. and uh, He uh, did it his way, that's did, for sure. He did do it his way, but uh, anyway.
3: It, no, and, it speaks to that yeah. idea of Vinny was very proud yeah. to be a New Yorker. Yes. Like, And and he stood on his relative's shoulders to some extent and felt like God had provided that for him. I didn't have a sense that in Vinny's case certain aspects of that were to get back to what you had mentioned earlier, pride versus proud. Mm -hmm. And and so Vinny was proud to be an American. I mean, when somebody didn't stand at the Pledge of Allegiance, like, you did not want to be around Vinny. I mean, that was, you know, he was a veteran and and certainly served his country well. And so... you know, it's an interesting line there, and I, I really think where is it that your heart is finding in that? Is, is it something that a, a merit of mine or a merit that was bestowed, you know, through God for me? Mm-hmm. And, and he definitely felt like his family had provided that for him, a chance to be a New Yorker, a chance to be an American.
2: And he loved some Frank Sinatra. And he loved some Frank Sinatra. <laughs> he, he really did. Because he knew him personally, you know. He's his paper boy or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, uh, like one of those stories. And
0: Carly right? Simon did sing her song, which was either by, yeah, we about it, Frank Sinatra, I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh, it could be. <laughs> it could have been. Uh, well, we're going to get to actually my clip. We'll go ahead and play my clip real quick. And this is from uh, the movie The Lion King. Uh, this is when Simba, uh, the, the baby lion, the... Uh, the, the the cub, thank you. I couldn't think of what baby lion was, but it's a cub apparently. <laughs> so the cub, yeah, the cub, uh, has learned that he's going to become king. And so he goes to tell one of his family members, his uncle Scar, who is uh, the Satan character in this particular movie. And I want you to see how you have this very young person that's very innocent, that's just kind of battling with his pride, proud, kind of stepping across the line a little bit. And the enemy latches onto that in his Uncle Scar and just digs in, and we'll come back and we'll talk about it.
5: Hey, Uncle Scar, guess what?
7: I despise guessing games.
5: I'm going to be king of Pride Rock. Oh, goody. My dad just showed me the whole kingdom, and I'm going to rule it all.
7: (laughs) Yes. Well, forgive me for not leaping for joy. Bad back, you know.
5: Ankle scar. When I'm king, what'll that make you?
7: A monkey's uncle.
5: <laughs> You're so weird.
7: You have no idea. So, your father showed you the whole kingdom, did he?
5: Everything.
7: He didn't show you what's beyond that rise of the northern border.
5: Well, no. I said I can't go there.
7: And he's absolutely right. It's far too dangerous. Only the bravest lions go there. Well, I'm brave. What's up? Th- oh, I'm sorry, Simba. I just can't tell you. Why not? Simba, Simba, I'm only looking out for the well-being of my favorite nephew. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm your only nephew. All the more reason for me to be protective. An elephant graveyard is no place for a young prince. oops. An elephant what? Whoa. Oh dear, I've said too much. Well, I suppose you'd have found out sooner or later. You being so clever and all. Just do me one favor. Promise me you'll never visit that dreadful place.
5: No problem.
7: There's a good lad. You run along now and have fun. And remember, it's our little secret.
2: Sometimes cartoons just have a way of just getting to the point so much better than other clips. You know, for me, that was one that you see the enemy just twisting and turning and, and driving that pride thing home. You know, the, he, he plays him up. He, he questions what was said. It's very much a very uh, Satan in the Garden of Eden kind of character that Scar is. You know, he, he didn't say, did your dad say this? But he basically implied it, right? And then, you know, well, that's for the brave lions, implying that he's not a brave lion, knowing that that's going to get him to rise up and you know where he's making a beeline to. You know, he's, he's leaving there. He's going to go get Nala, and they're going to go to the, the uh, elephant graveyard, which is where the hyenas are. Right? He's sending him into danger. And, and I just see the enemy's hands in that. And I see the enemy's hands in my life when I, when I walk that line of it's okay to be proud. When it starts slipping into pride, you've got to be really careful. And it's a quick slope sometimes that you have to say, okay, hold on. You know, if I am proud of my kids, there were a lot of people involved in my kids' life to get them there, not just me as a parent. You know, a lot of the people in this room were involved in their life, plus, you know, a whole host of other people, and they all have credit in getting there, plus, you know, the kids themselves have credit in getting there. Robbie, I want to go ahead and get to your clip, or is there anything you'd like to add?
3: Well, I love that. And that sound, you know, you can just hear when Scar says almost like, did your father really say that, you know, and you can just hear, you know, Satan spin on the whole thing of, of drawing Eve in for that very same exact sin, right? But a little different angle that I, God's been teaching me on the idea of pride that actually self-pity um, is another barb in that hook. Um, and so pride says, I'm all that, you know, bow before me. While self-pity says, I feel so sorry for me you don't seem to feel sorry enough for me. (laughs) And so I've got another cartoon. It's Eeyore. I think most of us can relate. (coughs) And if you've ever worked with Eeyore, and many of us have uh, worked with Eeyore, you can see that the focus is still completely on trying to get attention of some kind, and the attention is not for the purpose of glorifying God, obviously. And so we'll hear a little from Eeyore here. (laughs)
7: <laughs> Looks like fun. Wish I could have some. Hey, buddy Burrow. What you doing outside? Don't wanna ruin everyone's good time. That's ridiculous. Eeyore, the party's for you. What's a pin, a tail, and a donkey party, uh, 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 without a donkey? No, parties are for popular animals. Like tigers. Look, being popular is easy. You just got to be like me. Rule number one, simply walk up to someone and say, Hello! Get in there and have some fun. Think I've had enough fun for one day? Better go
3: now. Uh, The challenge with that, you know, clearly is, yeah, it's pretty easy to see in somebody else, but God's been pointed out in me. <laughs> like, you know, I felt pretty sorry for myself about certain things that weren't happening at work that I thought should happen. And I, I can hear myself, you know, saying, well, they just, you know, nobody listens to me, you know, like almost like Rodney Dangerfield, you know, I just don't get no respect. And, 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 and I feel myself saying these things, not realizing like, oh my gosh, it's, it's no different than Scar sitting there going... They just don't listen to you, do they, Robbie? (laughs) You know, it's just like, it's just, you you know, he's got the same hook. It's just coming from a completely different angle and, you know, just something that that God's been showing me recently that, you know, it sounds so innocent, but oh my goodness, it's, 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 it's the hooks in me like barbing all and and spitting that baby out. is not easy.
2: It's in there, like Prego Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: if I have to hear that one more time, I'll be sick. Now, I, it's really kind of funny as uh, Robbie and I were walking down. I had no clue what his clip was because I'm not very good at doing my homework before the show, and uh, I basically asked him, you know, is self-deprecating humor pride and he had the right answer cuz he'd already done all the homework <laughs> and and that's been something i've had to deal with and it it does come down to being the eor you know, look at me i'm pathetic uh, and i not believe it or not i'm not as bad as i used to be with <laughs> <laughs> but it it's still a matter of trying to bring the tension on yourself and that's really what pride comes to. It's about me. It's not about you. It's not about God. It's all about me.
6: Yeah, that's what I was going to say was, you know, we were talking through this and Lord knows I've had some Eeyore moments in my life and still do, but uh, I think that is it. We, it's, it's another way of taking God out of the equation. You can have, I did it all by myself or I did none of it. God didn't come and rescue me. He didn't help me. You know, he's not there. And that's also what will put people in despair, you know. It's like, oh, you don't need God, so you go off and do everything without him. Or, oh, you're doing this, God didn't come in for you and rescue you, and therefore you're on your own, again, work in spirit. You know, pride, but, pride leads right into that. But there is hope for us. There is hope Because if for you us. read the Psalms,
0: David was both. He yeah. was E. and Tigger. <laughs> <and> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the same it? day, yeah. yeah. Same song.
2: <laughs> so Andy, back to you. On on this whole uh, topic, you'd think the enemy would know pride as well as anybody, right? Right. Because you talked about, you know, the original
6: sin that he mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And so you can tell us a little bit more about that.
6: Well, I mean, when Satan fell, it was he wanted to be worshipped and get the attention from God, a third of the angels fell with him. And that whole idea of of really taking the focus off of God and wanting to be the center of attention, it's, 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 it's in us, it came through the fall. And that's where a lot of our lives end up. And whenever, I, I think one of the things I've learned most from the masculine journey, it's what Bob mentioned, what Morgan said about taking the lowest seat at the table. I've had more victory in my life by doing that, by humbling myself and not trying to make things happen in pride. Although I've heard you say, I'm at the lowest seat the table. <laughs> Go to MasculineJourney.org. The or version.
2: To register for the upcoming boot camp, November 17th through 20th. We also have an entrenchment coming up September 30th and October 1st in Reedsville, North Carolina. Go to our website to register for that. This is The Truth Network.